The VC Show is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, but you must be 21 or older. The VC Show, let's go, doing the part with Roz. We got the sports on deck for our audience. Whether it's big news, hot topics, updates, straight facts, storytelling, breakdowns, or special guests. VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it out. The VC Show, let's go. Yo, yo, welcome to the VC Show, presented by Caesar Sportsbook on Omaha Audio. I'm VC. Roz is out doing what Roz does, but I have a special guest today for you guys. Man, where do I start? An all-star. He made the all-defensive team a fellow Twyman Stokes award winner. He's a teammate guy. You know, he's a team guy. That's why I like him. He's also the point guard for the Minnesota Timberwolves and also my former teammate, the Memphis Grizzlies. I call him Money Mike, but you guys know him as Mike Conley. Mike, man, what's going on, man? Thanks for taking the time out to join us. I know you're a busy guy. Either what you're probably on online Call of Duty or you know, it, on your simulator or something. But, man, appreciate the time, man. How you doing? I'm good, brother. I appreciate you inviting me out. And, uh, yes, you know, I take a break anytime for you, bro. Yeah, but, hey, what's, uh, what's the offseason looking like for you right now? Oh, man, what, uh, chilling. Chilling with the family right now, bro. Like, hey, it's like the, real recovery this year because, like, you're the old guy, if you would. You know, you used to tell me and make fun of me about being the old guy in the locker room. And, you know, now that like, you are you are in that position, like, how are you handling that? <laughs> I know we talked along the year, but like, how are you really handling that? You know, it's, it's low key kind of scary, bro. Like, it's like, you know, you, you, I don't know if I'm having some kind of midlife crisis or something, but I'm like paranoid. I'm anxious. Like, it's just like, man, it, you can kind of see the end coming near and players. Oh, are, you know, yeah. oh yeah. You're on the other side. And, you know, players are referring to you as like Unc and OG and all these different names. I'm just like, man, I, I'm not ready. Like I'm, I'm used to, you know, looking up to my vets and I, I don't have no vets no more, man. It's just me. And I, I looked at, I looked at the, you know, I, I, I mean, I look at that, like, you know, I, t- I take a trip back when I started hearing constantly about being the OG and the oldest guy, you know, in the, well, I became the oldest guy in the league, but you know, you're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know you and know your faces too. Uh, but it's like, I remember I was the youngest guy and I was like in the middle and I was close to one of the oldest and I became the oldest in the locker room. Then I became the oldest in the league. And it was just a, like I said, it's a scary roller coaster ride, but it's also a testament, you know, for you being able to, to last that long, standing the test of times, all that you've done, a lot of games that you've played, like you're here now though. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, you know, thanks to you and all the advice you gave me guys like Tayshawn Prince, all my vets, man, mm-hmm. took care of me um, as a youngster. And uh, the number one thing y'all told me is take care of that body. And, uh, you know, it's going to come fast. But, like you, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, it gets here. It gets, you get to be a young guy, man, but being the old guy happens quickly. Man, and, and like you said, it is a testament, man. You know, I got a lot of respect for guys who can play a long time and, and, sh- and show that they can still compete with these young fellas. What has been the hardest adjustment for you as far as like, uh, is it back? I'm, I'm sure back-to-backs, but is it back? Okay, is it back-to-backs or is it like the four and five nights? Uh, uh, probably the, <laughs> uh, both. Can I choose both? Uh, probably, yeah, probably the four and five nights, though. Uh, yeah. To be real, you know, this year was probably my first season in the last few where I played, you know, pretty much all the back-to-backs. And, um, and, and you know, that third and fourth game is, is completely different than what it was five, six, seven, eight years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And like we talked about, that third and fourth game, you're going against 21, 22-year-olds. 
um, who can run laps, you know, in their sleep. So and you uh, at the point guard position at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the point guard position ain't no joke. So, um, right. you know, trying to get that rest and sleep and then recovery is the biggest thing, obviously, in, in in those four and five. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you like uh, uh I, I tell a lot of guys like it's it was a, a secret that not really a secret like a lot of track uh, athletes uh, are using take a bag of ice and kind of stick it on your pelvis with your legs up. That helps you drain your legs, you know, for you to keep going. So that's something you should try uh, yeah. in between back-to-backs, and it helps it for faster recovery. Uh, I feel like I'm giving you this secret, but if whoever's listening to this, if the other guys, they're going to kind of get it too. But you're, old, you're the OG, and, we, you know, we teammates, so I'm trying to help. But And it's going gonna, it's gonna to work. It's going to feel uncomfortable at first. You're like, bro, <laughs> what is he doing? But the recovery time, because you're getting rid of all that lactic acid, I think you'll, you'll like it, man. Bro, I needed that like a month ago. What's up, man? Are you just going wait? You just saving them secrets, man. I need that against Yoki. Yeah, my bad. It's always <laughs> next year. Hey, but not, not now. You have it for the whole season. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But speaking of Jokic, man, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, on the finals. Like, I mean, it was just crazy to see. Obviously, you guys played them early in, in early in the playoffs, and to sit back and watch. I mean, I, did you watch all of the playoffs? Because I know sometimes as players. You know, you 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 lose in, in in you know in an early round or whatever, and you don't want to watch the next round. Right. But did right. you actually did you actually watch? Man, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch. I didn't watch a game for you know at least up until the, the conference finals, midway through the conference finals, and um, caught half of the finals. Like caught a little bit of last night's game. But it, as you know, it's real tough to watch. Uh, Absolutely. You know, especially at this stage of my career, it's like man, like. Yeah, I, I wish that was me. Like, I wish that was me. I wish I was able to be out there. And um, so I just try to, you know, uh, subtract myself from the situation as much as I can and stay as far away from it. But same time, it draws you to it. You know, this this series was an exciting one because yeah, absolutely. because you're, you know, for me, being able to have played against Denver um, and to see a team that ultimately put us out to go all the way and, and play against a, a, a talented team like Miami. It was, it was a fun situation to have to be a part of. Did, did you think when you played them at that point, did you think that the, the outcome for them could be this, they could end up champions. I mean, they look very good all, all, you know, all playoffs. I mean, all season they were good. We just, when I say we on the other side, we didn't give them their props. I mean, it's tough when you're on the East Coast to watch West Coast games, you know, late in it's typically, you know, the Denver. I mean, obviously you're going to stay up to see what you want to see. But everybody wouldn't say, oh, let me go watch Denver. But at the same right. time, they stayed true to who they were. And for you getting the up close person, like, did you say after that series or feel after that series, like this team could possibly get it done? Uh, For sure. You know, for sure. Yeah. You know, that, that team. Uh, I mean, all year they were just so overlooked and underrated, and yet they were the number one seed. It didn't make sense, yes. and, you know what I mean? And, and we played against them, and the way that they handled themselves, the way that they played together as a, as a team, they were the best, you know, quote-unquote team, like chemistry-wise in the league uh, and, and clicking on all cylinders. And, um, and it was, you know, a fun competition um, <clears throat> to be able to compete against those guys. But, man, they, they, were, really, they were really special. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as you know, we talk about duos and th- that one-two punch. You know, uh, you know, we've you've played a long time. We've played a long time, and you know, you see duos that do it individually, 
and not like you like. I mean, yeah, sometimes you have guys that play the same position, but you can still be a monster with with uh, you know like a Tatum Brown pick and roll. Like you got to decide how you're going to guard that. I think. Do you what you think one of the best duos in the league? Do you put them up there, Jokic and Jamal Murray? And and I ask that question because I feel I'll go first. Uh, I, I just feel like not only are they great individually, but they are hard to stop as a duo working together because not only do they utilize each other and create for each other, they create for the other guy when you make a mistake. Right. Um, what was interesting is they reminded me a little bit of how, you know, Marcus all and, yes. and myself and yes. the, the Grizzlies played for a little bit, how we kind of used our big as like, you know, the focal point Absolutely. And, and, and let it, you know, guys kind of ran around and cut and spaced and, um, but they just, you know, so much better at it it seemed like you know Jokic being an MVP Jamal you know being one of the best players in the playoffs and in the league this year and continually getting better and their their supporting cast was awesome as well so um it was it was unbelievable to to see their growth and and to see them over the last few few years and few playoffs now that Jamal is back healthy uh mm-hmm. finally kind of get the recognition they deserve uh, as being one of the better duos in the league how do you feel about well, is is it too soon to to really? And I, I know how I feel about this. Is it too soon to kind of you know if you, you look at what's talked about today, you know, leading up into the, with throwing Jokic in the conversation of the best centers or greatest centers? Is it too soon? You know, I'm I'm a guy that feels like it's it's too soon. Yes, we we got to enjoy what we're seeing, but give him time. Let's give him time to to, to create. You know this this wonderful story which he is doing already but like you know give him time i think it's it, you know we, we're, i don't think we're putting pressure on him because he's a guy that kind of like you know he's not really into that like it's like you know, i mean you the one thing i admired about about Jokic last night is that the two things and i'm gonna go backwards when they were trying to take the peen picture <laughs> they were trying to get him to sit down and he's like yeah y'all go ahead he you know right. y'all sit down y'all go ahead for one he wins the award he holds it up uh, he wins MVP, holds the trophy up, puts it down, and he goes walking in the back. Like, you don't see that. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, you know, if that's me, man, I'm clutching this thing. Like, this is my baby. No, wherever right. I go, we going. You know what I'm saying? And he was just right. kind of like, yeah. You know, he had the, the interview with Malika. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where it is. I put it down on the table. And, like, he he, <laughs> he, he says it, it'll get, it'll get you know, returned to me or delivered to my house at some point. Like, I just feel like he doesn't care about that. So I'm just like, just let him create his story. I think yeah. it's, it's, it's fun to talk about now, you know, about what he is and what he's done, but let's kind of just see what this looks like later on. And then kind of just throw, I, I think we try to throw all the time where guys fall early in their career, in the middle of their career, but let's just see what the chapters are looking like until, you know, right. until, finish you know what are, you, right, what are your thoughts right no we we discussed this as a family my cousins uh all <laughs> basketball people around we all talk about this and um i've got an older uncle cousin um who's in the same boat as you who's like man just you know let him play it out like you know we're we're ready to crown people like right away as a rookie yeah. or as a second year player as a fifth year six year player and say he's better than this person or that person and and you just got to let their careers play out. And then once it, once you, you know, have both uh, sets of information, you can kind of see. You have exactly say, the key you word. Know, you have information. You, know, you have like yeah. real information. 
Right. So you let that happen, and then you go from there. But in the traje- on the trajectory that he's currently at, he's he's you know he deserves to be, you know, mentioned in those in those names. Absolutely. At, at some point in his career, for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah, and, and I think now, like I, I think, you know, you can say like he has flashes. He's, I mean, he's what he's doing is definitely on pace to be one of the the best ever in his position. Like, bar none. I mean, what he's doing, he like. Uh, Richard Jefferson broke had a breakdown today of, you know, his numbers and what he did and his comparisons to I think it was Durant, Magic Johnson, uh, Steph Curry, Tim Duncan, and I can't remember the other one, but his numbers like compared to first time all uh, first time MVPs were as good if not better than all these guys. So yes, rightfully so, we talk about Jokic like that. But I'm I'm interested to see where he goes from here because. You know, he's just, I mean, he's, he's such a humble guy. And yeah, I think he, you know, he wants to continue to win, but like, you can see like Mike Malone, <laughs> right. that guy wants to win. Like you, right. you see in the fire in him, which I think will ignite everyone else, but it's just, he's an interesting superstar. And, and do you, you would agree. Um, and man, you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but uh, yes, I think Joel and B was the best played unbelievable and he deserved his MVP, but the Cole Jokic, Bar none, the best player in the league right now. Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, pre-playoffs, I had chosen Joel as as my guy. That I thought would Likewise. win the MVP, um, mm-hmm. just from how he had played throughout the season, and mm-hmm. and Jokic was right there too. Giannis right there, all those guys. But um, right now, obviously, Jokic uh, is is something else. He's, uh, he's super special, I mean- obviously. So. So good to where people are questioning, did we make the right pick in, <laughs> in the regular season? You know, so, and, you know, I, I think to, for me, I, I would like to see, you know, and obviously NBA won't listen to me, but I think with these awards, it kind of gets cluttered because we look at the body of work this season. And I think they announced the awards so late to where we as fans, they carry it over into the playoffs because of what we're seeing in the playoffs now. And, you know, we have to understand it's a regular season award. And I feel like that award should happen shortly thereafter to kind of kill the noise of how people think about the awards that are given, because we're starting to look at, you know, you look at Embiid and everybody's like, oh, man, Jokic is way better because look at how far they've gone. But it's like it's it's a regular season award. It's not a an entirety, you know, award. It's just, you know, so I I think we got to That's one thing I would like to see the NBA fix. Yeah, I, I could uh, I could agree with that. I think that would give a good buffer in between. Um, yeah, and it, it'll give some separation. separation. I agree. Yeah, yeah, give that separation for sure. And as a point guard, I want to give I got to give uh, Jamal Murray. You know, I, I tweeted last night after the game. I was like, I put out I threw out Kitchener, like you know where he's from. Jamal Murray, what he's gone through, and he could have easily just been a shell of himself off of frustration, all of the tough times, tough outs he's had over his career. And yet he's, he, he came back a monster and he was playing like lights out. I'm not saying he was, he would be MVP because I thought Jokic was, but like he wasn't far behind. No, he, um, he might've been just as important uh, as Jokic. And, yes. Uh, you know, we played against him in the, playoffs and you saw things he was doing i it i was it was so reminiscent of the bubble uh, uh when, yeah when 
him and Dom were, you know, exchanging blow, blows and going back and forth. And that was a um, crazy one. Have an incredible game after an incredible game. And he was doing the same thing. Like he hit the shot making that he was, he was doing and the things that he was creating. Cause I mean, we had guys on our team that were defending and playing really well and it just didn't matter um, at certain times. And, you know, it was a, it was a pretty remarkable run and to see him to, 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 to get back to where he's at now after, uh, having a major injury like that, like you right. said, is a testament to him because that's you know, as you know, that's that 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 road to recovery and the injury and what you used to Facts. be and all these things that pop in your mind when you have an injury and coming back from it all all Facts. are real. And he uh, he dealt with it and you know, look at him now. Yeah, look at him now, man. Shout out to 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 Jim. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words: Caesar's rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports, and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. 21 and over must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C., Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to the Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Ah, can you feel that sizzle? The summer is heating up and so are the savings with summer of Dash Pass from DoorDash. Now through July 19th, you can save big on your favorite summer essentials or get groceries for your next summer barbecue right to your door with a Dash Pass membership. With summer of Dash Pass, You'll enjoy $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on all eligible orders, making it easier and more affordable than ever to stock up on all your favorite summer essentials. But that's not all. You'll also get access to thousands of offers nationwide, ensuring that this summer is one to remember. So kick back, relax, and let DashPass help you experience the best of your neighborhood for less. Get ready to lower your costs and raise the bar this summer with limited edition drops and exclusive items to level up all season long. Experience the summer like no other. Best your best summer with a Dash Pass membership from DoorDash today. Sign up for Dash Pass now and you'll get your first month free. Plus, when you use our promo code, get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your next Dash Pass order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code VC Show Summer, that's 50% off when you spend $10 or more on your next Dash Pass order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code VC Show Summer, don't forget the code 
VC Show Summer for 50% off your next order. Subject to change, terms apply. They call it running a business for a reason. Because every day feels like a sprint to the finish. It takes a lot of work to make it all work. But with Clover and Merchant One, you're always a step ahead. Now is the perfect time to upgrade your point-of-sale technology. We make it easy to accept payments, run your entire business, and sell more. Clover plus Merchant One, better business solutions. Go to clover.com slash m1 to get started. Kick your feet up, you can find us on all platforms And that forms to be the hottest on them platforms Your family now, got to listen to what we talking about The VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it out The VC Show, let's go, let's go The VC Show, let's go let's, uh, let's talk about about your team, man Because i tell you what, man What what you've done And I when you, when you got there I knew, just like I knew once you got to Utah, what you would bring to Donovan Mitchell. And I and I told people, and I had a couple of your games, obviously, in Utah, and I I, I knew, you know, what you would bring and and you could see the difference in 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 in, in Don and how he began to see the game. He got to see it as a superstar score, but he kind of took on your mentality as far as understanding the game, facilitator, blah, blah, blah. And you can see immediately the calm that you brought to the Timberwolves once you got there was the adjustment period. I mean, you've been around, I get it. But at the same time, this question is still a valid question because you're still dealing with young guys. Right. Was it a tough transition for you getting there mid season, trying to get guys to understand the type of guy that you are because for me or veterans who've been there understand it, but it's like, all right, vet coming in cool. And then all of a sudden, eventually they buy in, but it seems like, they bought in immediately. Like how were you able to kind of get guys to kind of listen and buy in or, you know, just allow you to be a vet? Man. Um, you know, it was, it's a great question. Cause this was a whole new situation for me getting traded at, you know, the deadline mid season. And, uh, right. and those guys, you know, really I give the credit to the team and the coaches. They, they just accepted me right away. Like they right. jumped on board. Uh, they gave me even more confidence to say, Hey Mike, be more aggressive, be more assertive. Um, don't be afraid. Yeah, I, I, I yell at you. I yell at you all the time, bro. Just so you know, <laughs> right. nothing, it, nothing's changed. I yell I at you all the time. I know what kind of guy you are, and, and I love it. But sometimes I'm like, bro, you can go get you a bucket. <laughs> I know, I know. I I tell uh, you know, I, I tell my teammates that you know when they need me, I'll, I'll I'll go after it. But for the most part, I'm trying to you know set the table and get guys involved. Yeah, and sure. Uh, but you know, just just coming in as a vet, trying you know with this young team and. and Quite frankly, man, you know, we have so many dynamic players and we just had a ran through some yes, bad luck with with uh, some injuries there at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But we felt like we, you know, we were hitting our stride at the right time and, and we've got something to build forward on. And um, it was uh, it was a, an exciting opportunity for me to work with Ant, uh, to work with Jaden, Nas, Kat, I mean, be back with Rudy. Uh, there's so many great guys on the team and, and, and they're all willing to learn and listen. So it's, it's, a, it's a really cool environment. I love it, man. Tell me about Ant, man. What is it like about him? I, 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 he's fearless. It seems like he loves to play. He just wants to compete. One thing I really enjoyed about him is he ha- kind of has that old school thought and mentality about wanting to play. Like, you know, when you're young, you utilize. It. I mean, I know you you, you don't want to wear your guys out, but at the same time, he's like, I want to play. I'm trying to play, you know, as many games as possible. 
right. know what I'm saying, to keep that rhythm. I mean, but like, what is it about him that you really liked and, and or what did you learn about him when you got there that you didn't know? Like, it's one thing we see, like, we I see him on the outside looking in, but it's another thing when you get there, you're like, bro, even better than what I thought. Right. I think uh, one was, first off, his mentality. Like, he has a mentality like, you know, some of the guys the, the the greats have where they're like, man, you know, I want to guard him. Like, I, I know he's, he's the best player. I want him tonight. Like, I know I'm the best offensive player on our team, but I want to take that matchup. I want to do this. Like, he takes every single challenge. Um, like, every single minute of every game is, like, important to him. And that's, like, it's not normal to me uh, for to see that from <laughs> from from a lot of guys and um, especially that young and to grasp that aspect of it uh, at a young age is important. And um, his defense and his you know his his ability to score shot making his 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 uh, physicality like he plays with aggression he plays with an edge and um, all those things you you really can't teach and uh, and that's what's you know makes him you know special and. Uh, and the fact that he's only 21, uh, hopefully he's going to continue to get better. Which is crazy. Like, he's been well, – this is, like, he has two, three years in now. He's 21. <laughs> he's 21. I think, he, I think he's 21. He could be 19 or 20. I don't know how old he is now, but – Yeah, regardless, he's somewhere between 20 and 22. Not even 20, 22. <laughs> like, like, it's just – and he, you can just see his growth and his confidence. And I like to see young guys kind of take control that they're willing, they're, they're directing traffic with you. And I think that's a testament to you as well, because they kind of, they have someone to learn from because it's easy as a coach to go tell a player, you know, or whatever. I, I've walked in locker rooms and say, you know, uh, you know, I remember, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a name drop a little bit. I remember I told De'Aaron Fox as a rookie, the first time I met him, I went to, to a summer league game and watching them and in a timeout, I'm like, go talk to your team. Go use your voice. Go, you know, same thing I did with Trey. And you're starting to see that with with Ant a little bit. You know, even if you don't know what to say, just right. say something. Right. Say something, right. you know, kind of, you know, and that's how you get your guys to trust you and follow you and believe you. Because I know, I'm, I, I know and I've heard his work ethic and I know he loves the game. Now use your voice. Use your right. voice as well and, and, and be a leader that way. So sometimes, yes, I got to get guys lead by example, but sometimes your voice needs to be heard and, and i think you know seeing throughout the course of the year more so the end of the year you could you started to see that more he's going to guys he's saying something to guys and 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 when he makes a bad play he's allowing you and others to talk to him that is growth that is growth and that says a lot about him and that's that's dangerous to me for the league because when you got a young guy who will buy in and allowing constructive criticism in a heat of battle is different right when you're watching film in practice, as you know, and in, in the off night. But when you're doing a game, when you had a having a bad night, and you are still allowed constructive criticism, that says a lot. It does. Um, you know, he's he's accountable, man. He's accountable. He yeah, he's the first one to say that he's the guy that 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 missed the rotation or messed up. Like he don't point fingers. Like he comes in the locker room and say, "I'm a I'm gonna be better." Like I'm gonna start with that, and then he'll say something to the rest of the guys. Like that's that's a true leader, and and um to be a young one, not, not only as, as a, a leader on the court, as far as an example and the way he works, but his, his voice and uh, his understanding of the game. I think the better he understands the game, which I think he's going to continually get better at, uh, the easier it is to talk to people. The easier, easier it is to, to correct somebody. Once you, when you know literally every part of the offense, every part of a defensive scheme or uh, the playbook or, or how you report. watch film. 
right how you watch film report, right yeah like yeah all that like once you know all that like you can you can stop something and say yo we got to be here like instead of there you know like that stuff is is huge does it does it make you proud because like i i know you and i know you don't want to admit it, but at the same time when you hear you, you see who he who he who he was as a player and see what who he become since and i'm just judging off of i mean time there but since you've been there that's when the growth has happened in my opinion does that make you feel good like because as a vet you want like you're a vet like you you're a vet that it makes you feel good. It's what you want to do as a player because you're naturally like that. You want to help people grow. So does it, it, that's a great feeling for, 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 it was a great feeling for me when young guys would allow me to have constructive criticism, have conversations about whatever, whatever, and they grow from it. And yeah. does, how does that make you, I mean, I mean, obviously it makes you feel good, but like you sit back like a proud unk, like <laughs> he finally gets it. Right. No, you know, man, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, I call them, it's like having kids, man. It's like, you know, the, a bunch of these kids running around and, and you, you tell them over and over again to do something and they <laughs> finally do it. And you just like, you know, yes, we, you know, there's hope we're, we're getting going in the right direction, but no, they're, um, you know, it's, it's, it's great to know that, you know, you're helping people along the way. Cause that's honestly, that's all I really care about. Like, I don't. Really and Mike, your voice matters. Yeah. You're, so you're allowed to say something and they're listening, they're retaining it as opposed to it going in, in one ear, out the other. That's right. when you're in trouble as a vet. You know, right. uh, when you when you kind of lose your voice in the locker room, and I've told a lot of guys, mostly point guards, but I've told them, don't ever, you don't, young guys in general, whoever's listening, you know, whoever knows somebody, you don't want to lose your locker room as a point guard or a superstar or, or the best player or whatever. You don't want to be able to step, at one point when you have something to say, you say it and nobody listens. Your voice doesn't right. matter anymore. You know, right. so... You know that says a lot yeah. about what you've done. So yeah, thank you. And you, you don't, you also don't want to be that guy that that your voice gets drowned out because you talk too much. You know, much. you you've been around some teammates that just every single thing Overdo it. is just you know they say something, say something. It's like man, you got to know when to step back. And it's mostly know. negative, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's gonna be mostly negative. So step back, be quiet, or let somebody else handle it. If somebody else brings up the point, let it um and, and work that way. Let's talk about the draft real quick. You know, it's 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 approaching us, and it's it literally around the corner. Um, what are your thoughts on Victor Webinyama? Mm. Um, I, I'm impressed right now. I don't know what else to right. say. I gotta, yeah, <laughs> I gotta. I, I love to hear that. I, I love to hear that. I am. I am. I'm just just from sure from what talent, you've seen. Yeah, yeah. Pure talent. It's like I'm. I'm not even sure how it works in the league just because I've never seen it like that like it, you know what I mean like it's so I'm like I don't even know like who guards them do, do a traditional five-man guard them is it like you know you, you're three men you better be mobile guarding them right so I'm, I'm, I don't know how I don't know what it looks like yet so I'm I'm uh, I'm really interested in you know getting to see him uh suit up and compete against him and uh see what he can bring to the game well it's so interesting to me because you will re for sure remember this. <laughs> You're going to probably laugh when I say it. But it, it's like you can see the changing of the time. You think about the how the how, how basketball used to be my, when I came in. You remember how the grit and grind was. And then you kind of see the changing of the guard on how you play the game, meaning it wasn't just a stretch four it became a stretch five. So we think about, shout out to Coach Fisdale. He comes into our locker room and he changes 
the kind of grit and grind to become, you know, we have to shoot more threes. I remember he's like, he, he, he had the core guys. He's like, guys, we got to shoot more threes. Right. Some guys bought into it. Some guys didn't or didn't want to because it just wasn't what it was. And because that's where the game was going. And it was like, all right, cool. But, you know, cool. You know, and I remember I'll say it. Mark, Mark wasn't really up for it at first because it's like the way the game used to be and the way the game was becoming. And that was almost 10 years ago now. And look at it now. Like, that's the norm. Like, that is understood. You come in, there's a very few guys that, that at the five position that don't shoot the three. Right. Uh, you know, who isn't a stretch five anymore. So it's just it's just funny how to, to see that. And then you're getting these, I mean, these unicorns, like you, like Webb and Yama, like a Bobo, like a Chet Holmgren. These guys are seven right. plus with a handle, sure. with a Chet. fadeaway jump shot, not a jump shot. A fadeaway, yeah. like you know, these guys are shooting off balance, you know. So it's just, it's just amazing to see where the game is going. And you know, I come in, the, I come into the league you, for sure. Those three guys that I name will be a center for sure. However, you look at it, shoot a three, no way. Like much less shoot right. a, a jump shot outside of the paint. So it's just the evolution of the game. And man, I, I think when he gets to this league, whether he's successful or not, his skill set that we see is going to do a lot for the the next generation of guys because there's going to be this seven-foot kid who's like, all right, let me start working on my handle because I can be like the, the, right. the those three guys that we named because, you know, Bobo had had a very good year this year. You know, from what we're, we're starting to see, his ability, his, his ability to shoot. We're going to see that from Chet. You're going to now see that from this. So you're going to have three guys who are built like that, you right. know, who are, you know, who, who are going to do something like you would think these are, this is what small forwards do. Right. Right. And this is, I'm glad I'll be retiring in the next five years. Hopefully that I don't got to deal with these guys, man. It's, it's oh, well, going to be a league. It, you have to deal with it for five years. Though. <laughs> hey, listen, man, I, I won't even put a number. I'll play for another 10. It don't matter. But, um, these guys are, are changing the way we view basketball and, uh, you know, just changing the game as we go forward. So it's 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 going to be interesting to see it continually change. And like you said before, it's tough coming from a different style and different eras of basketball and mm -hmm. things have to shift on you mid mid career right. or close to the end of the career. So, um, you know, it's it's you know, what's the next evolution? What's the next change? Like, what's it going to be? And are we are all point guards going to now be six, seven and six, eight, or are we going to, you know, who knows? So like, it's just like, uh, constantly evolving and it's, it's a, you know, a trendy game, but you know, we all kind and of it's, mimic it's each gotten other. faster. Right. <laughs> it's gotten right. It's faster. getting fast. That's another thing. Like, if, like you're, that, yeah, if you're averaging 104, 105 points a game, like you're struggling. Like that's like, you, you, right. you're not getting it done offensively. I saw, uh, it was fun. I saw like a 2012, 13, maybe a oh, playoff, yeah. playoff like stat sheet from like one of our games. And it was like, we had like three guys with like eight shot attempts. And that, that was like Zach, Mark, me. And it was, you know what I mean? Like today that's like probably like 18, 16, 16, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's completely different. And, uh, and it was just crazy to see that, just that bit of evolution there within like, what, like eight, nine years. So. And what did that score look like? You know what I'm saying? Like oh, it. 85. Just like when I came in, yeah, that's what that's that's what it looked like for us. Like, you know, especially the Eastern Conference, it was we we're in the 80s, 90s. If you if you were hitting 95, you were doing it. 
you're right. doing it just because it was, it was more of a half court game. And obviously the game has gotten faster. Um, they've done a great job of just making the game fun to watch. It's up and down. It's a lot of possessions um, as a defender boy. Like you mentioned it, it's, it's, it's a little tougher. Like, you know, you have to play in the point guard position. There's so many guys like a Steph who doesn't slow down like Trey or Dame who pulls up from deep. Trey pulls up from deep and he's fast. Steph, the same thing. A lot of movement. Like it's, you point guards like you said point guards now your traditional point guard magic was that outlier for like six nine right. but like you're starting to see more guys like a luca playing so now you're like all right well who's the two <laughs> who's right, the two? right <laughs> right let me guard that guy because yeah i don't want to have to be you know posted up by luca and him pass over the top like it's just it's, it's, it's just a completely different outlook on the game like it's you know it's the matchups aren't the same how they used to be you can't just match up straight across the board like everybody wants to on paper and wants you to guard this yeah person, that's all, that, those that days person. over it's, it's <laughs> over bro like because it's just you guard whatever the best matchup is for that night and uh it, it's just a unique situation yeah, you work it out Right. Yep. Speaking of unique, I, I think this summer free agency will be very interesting to me, you know, because of teams who are right there, um, who teams who are looking for another piece. And, you know, we talked about point guards. There's a lot of point guards out there. CP, Kyrie, Harden, uh, Fred Van Vliet now. Like, Fred Van Vliet. It, it, is, it, it, is, it is very interesting to see what um what comes of it because it's like obviously these guys i mean you know you you put the right fit and it changes the the outlook of a conference more so than the league right. i mean the conference and then later on but it's just like you know you look at the what the lakers did early in the year and it's like okay it didn't work but they were able to change and we, we you know we've heard cp Kyrie, and fred <laughs> right. um you know uh, put to that seat so it's just like what's the right fit because i tell you what you say what you want i mean the league in general i i enjoyed as a fan you know you're the player so you don't have to answer this more so than me as a fan and calling games and talking about the game i enjoyed the parody yeah i enjoyed the parody because it was like you know it's easy to sit here in years past you know it's like oh yep go to state and who else yeah, for a while it was like go to state in Cleveland. <laughs> like, right. you know, that's just what it was. You know what I'm saying? It was already understood. And this yeah. year, you know, being in TV, we have to we have to kind of give our opinions uh at the point it's like, oh, who do you think gonna win? And there's a lot of us that sometimes we really don't know because it's of the parody. <laughs> like we really, you know, of the parody. And I want some of the players to understand, like, you know, some people are like, oh, you get mad at us because we choose, like we have to choose, but like, we don't right. know like the parody because right. it's just like, you know, you look at Sacramento and you know, a lot of people like we pick it, given Sacramento like, Oh man, Sacramento's going to take this five, at least five to maybe seven. And people are like, no way. But it's like the parody is like, they are a good team and right. they took it to seven, <laughs> you right. know? So it, it was, it was, I think this is great for the league right now because it's not like, it's not like front loaded for eight teams. It's like literally, 15, 20 teams that are going to be competitive. And, you know, obviously it's going to get come down to eight, eight teams that probably have a legitimate shot, maybe more, but like, right. that's a great number, you know, to, oh, to, oh, so yeah. I, I, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. I'm, I guarantee you, bro. Like, like I said, half the league is going into the off season, all looking at each other. Like, man, it's wide open. Like, Literally feel like, like they have a chance. Like it's not just talk this year. No, yeah, everybody I, does I like go that. like, 
playoffs this year, even everybody was like, man, you just never know. You never know. You know, you get the right matchup. These all That's the it. teams are that talented. You know, that kind of the rosters are built well. Um, you know, and, and think it's good about to what, see what a different team win it. What the and just think about what the the CBA has done, and you you won't see like the big threes as much now, unless you know you're willing to pay the money. But you know, right. it's in, which is going to it is increase the parity a little more. Yeah, you'll see yeah. duos, but you won't see the trios as much. Um, so it's now it's on GMs to really piece the puzzles together, and you know, and then for it's, then it becomes on coaches to really make it work with what you have. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm uh, I'm I'm interested to see it, man. You know, so yeah. All right, guys, thanks for watching. More from Mike Conley coming soon, part two. Stay tuned. All right, we out.